This is Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. We bring you stories of faith and God's goodness shared by people like you. I pray we build and encourage your faith. If you have a story to tell, please let us know by contacting us through our website at amazedbygod.com. We would love to help you share it with the world. While you're there, check out our other ministries. And if you'd like to support the work God is doing through us, go to our website, devotional.online, or click the link in the episode description below. Now here is your host, Mark, with a story of faith. Hello, hello, and welcome to Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. And this is kind of the relaunch of the podcast as we kind of taken some time off for uh, Corona. It's still kind of hard to get face to face with people. um, But uh, coming up here, we are looking to get about two a month out to you guys. uh, Just stories over the phone. I know that uh, sometimes the phone audio is not the best. um, And and I do like to do them more in person. But with 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 the pandemic going on, I hope you can understand and forgive us for, for not being in person. Today, I have with me uh, Mindy Slimmer. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Mark. Thank you for having me. Uh, I, I thank you for having me, too. We, we've gotten to know each other a little bit, just kind of we have some mutual friends, um, and you are kind of a part of the City Fam, correct? Yes. Um, right now, I just took on the position of... Um, senior training director trying to get those chapters out throughout the world wherever god wants them and um i'm also the central regional director oh okay um so you 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 went in hard how long have you been with city i if for the people that don't remember uh rob's been on the show and a bunch of other people that i have met through city fam uh have been on the show uh city fam is an organization uh that helps bring people together so that um oh god i try to think of their tagline you may know it better at this point um but basically it, it's it's getting together and living without regrets and and basically becoming friends so how, how did you get involved with them how long have you been doing that well i've been with them since march basically when the pandemic broke out um rob had his why waiting works uh book study where he was doing a live study of it um on zoom online i joined and from then i was then uh swept up into city fam. Oh, that, that's awesome. Uh, we haven't met in person. Maybe hopefully one day when all this <laughs> calms down, uh, we can. And um, But it's awesome. I was actually, I was bowling with City Fam the night before we're recording this um, uh, and just have met so many good people, people through that organization. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing is I know you're a golfer and I'm a golfer, so that would be fun if we could go golfing. I'm yeah. not saying I'm that good, like you'll beat my socks off, but it'll be enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Anytime, anytime you're out there is being enjoyable. You know, I was planning on going tomorrow, but it looks like it's going to rain here in Baltimore. Aww. So where where exactly are you located? Uh, right now I live in liberal Kansas. It's in the southwest corner of Kansas, right up against the Colorado, Oklahoma, and almost Texas border. Oh, that's... That's nice. I bet you it's beautiful out there. Yeah, it's kind of like a desert land. It's like I, I feel like I'm like one of those uh, Israelites wandering in the desert. <laughs> Just camped out waiting for the fire to move. You know it. So uh, here at Amazed by God, we like to just kind of hear stories of what God's done amazing in people's lives. And uh, we have 
you know, when I was growing up, people have testimony nights and were able to share their stories. And I feel like sometimes we don't have an opportunity to do that. And God does some amazing things uh, throughout our land. So uh, what has God done amazing in your life? Oh, wow. So, yeah, um, most people would not know me from what God has done to me. Like if they did not know me when I was 19, when he saved me, they would not know that I that so much has happened. So I guess I better just go ahead and tell my salvation story. Um, when I was 19, I went through a deep depression, anxiety that was brought on by going off to college for the first time, moving away from family. Um, and my cat died. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I was close to that cat. Okay. I know that not everybody's a cat person. Get over it. Uh, but, <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I love cats and dogs and especially dogs, but for some reason this cat was like my person. And, uh, when he passed, it was very difficult. He's like a brother to me. And, um, but anyway, I went through a deep depression and anxiety based upon those two big life events, a death of a beloved pet and going off to college. And I was very like, I had suicidal ideations. I was thinking about ending my life. And one night it just got so bad. And I was talking to God because God was one of those that I always questioned about him ever since a young age, but I didn't grow up in church because my parents, um, they um, conceived my sister out of wedlock and then they got married and then the church shamed them. Mm. So they uh, had a very bad parting with the church. And thankfully they're now good news. They're back in church, not the same church, but it took years for them to heal from that, unfortunately. Um, And that also led me and my sister to not grow up in the church, which means God had to work extra hard to get us, uh, saved. Uh, but he did. I, I mean, he literally, I feel like I was that one sheep out of the, you know, the, the hundred that he went and kept pursuing, even though I had, you know, I had no idea who he was or what he was. I mean, I knew that we didn't come here accidentally, like we weren't created accidentally or from goo. I mean, I wasn't that dumb, but, um, but I just didn't have a personal relationship with him until the night. Um, it was like a, And most people in their salvation stories, like, have a specific day and time and location. I know the year. I know approximately the month. I don't remember the exact day, but I know exactly where I was when it happened. And I basically said, God, this life is too hard. I, you know, I said, I either need you to end my life tonight so I don't feel any more pain, or I need you to help me live it with me. And from that point on, the Holy Spirit came into my soul and, um, I've been God's child ever since. And, and, um, and most people need to realize that change in a Christ follower doesn't happen overnight. It takes many years. I'm still, I'm like 15 years out from my salvation mm. and I'm still changing in ways because God is not done with you yet. No, <laughs> ever. A- absolutely. You know, I, um, I, I've said it here before, you know, I, I always refer to, I got saved when I was 14 and I just turned 40 this past week. Um, so, uh, my salvation is pretty old and I, I always joke around saying that my salvation's old enough to drink, but it's still changing and it's still moving, uh, because God works on us constantly. He does. And it, it, and it also shows his love for us. Um, but like, when I first got saved, I was bitter. I really didn't like people. I was like uh, Bilbo Baggins from the Lord of the Rings. I, I, I just liked being in my house 
I liked my stuff. I didn't want, I liked my food. I liked my books. I didn't want people around me. And I was happy that way. And, and over, over the years, you know, between finding a church family and reading the word and God working on me, I mean, I've completely 180. I went from being a non-people person to being an extreme extrovert. So much so that COVID about did me in. I was like, <laughs> where's my people? Where's my hugs? I need my hugs. Just so, from just from our interactions on, you know, Facebook and talking on the phone, you know, um, I would have never in a million years guessed that you weren't the most extroverted person ever. Like you seem so just joy, like joy just comes out of you. Like I, 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 I wish that I had that kind of, of, of way about me. Like, um, you know, you, 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 I, I'm a very introverted person and, and I always wanted to be an extroverted person. And I've always, I just felt through our interactions and, and seeing like your posts and your comments that, that you have just such a, a awesome joy that comes out of you, um, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to think that that has, has changed over the years, that God has changed that in you. Yeah, and I attribute it all to God. I mean, the joy that I have in my heart, people, you know, try to get happiness from food, from pills, from drink, from drugs, from any number of sources, from other people, from children, from a husband. And my joy comes from God, and that is a never-ceasing living water that I constantly am refreshed by. And I mean, even on bad days, like this week, I, you know, I had a friend pass away, even though, yes, I'm sad that she passed away. I just am so grateful that I had the opportunity to be her friend and to pray for her and to know that she was saved in the end, even, even though I wasn't the one who helped get her to that point of salvation, just the fact that my prayers were answered. I was just so grateful to God for that. Joy truly comes from God. I mean, you can't fill the God-sized hole in your soul with anything but God, which also goes to the point that he's a jealous God, so he really doesn't like it when anybody puts anything in his in his place. So yeah. he, he lets you know very quickly. And, and that's another thing that, you know, when you're his child, he he's, he's a loving father, but that doesn't mean he doesn't discipline. And for goodness sakes, you know, if you start putting stuff in his place, he's going to let you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, discipline's one of those things that nobody likes to hear about from God. You know, uh, we like the, the loving God, but we, we don't like the discipline and, you know, or on the vice versa side, you, you, you like the discipline way too much and want everybody else to be, <laughs> be the one that gets it, but you never seem to want it yourself. Um, and you, that's funny because actually when I first got saved, I, I think I was very pharisaical. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a word. I just invented it. I'm a second grade teacher, by the way, as well. And I, I so picked I like up what you were putting words. down. Uh, and, 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 and I would just be like, you know, I would be like, why these people are saved? Why are they acting this way? God, why? And then, and then of course he changed my heart and made me realize that, you know, his salvation does not come from good works. It comes from him and his free gift. It is nothing we do. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of, I think that's what he made me, he took 15 years to figure that out and change my heart. But you know what? He's the best teacher ever because he's patient. He has endless patience. Mm-hmm. So uh, where do you feel God is is kind of calling you now? Um, ever since COVID, he's really calling me just to create community and to also, you know, share my testimony, which is why I reached out to you, because I feel like the Holy Spirit was finally saying, it's time, Mindy, you've, we've got you where we want you. Now go share the word. And 
I'm excited because I keep wanting to have uh, opportunities to share it with people, but I've always been one of those very, sh- I mean, I'm not shy with people that I know, but you know, I kind of do act reserved around new people mm-hmm. and I'm getting better about it. And I think, and, and I think God's using this tool of not only help allowing me to work with him to bring others to salvation, you know, by, you know, talking to people and mentioning the gospel and sharing my testimony. But he's also using that not only to help others, but to help me get over this shyness or this, you know, this standoffishness that probably not from him. It's probably the enemy. And I'm not saying everything is the enemy, but it's like the standoffishness is something that keeps me from talking. So if it keeps me from sharing, then it's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, most people don't don't recognize that. You know, from the beginning, we were we were called, we were blessed. We're blessed by God to be a blessing to others. Like it it, it is a conditional promise, um, and and in the midst of, of of whatever we are doing, in the midst of everything we're doing, we we are designed to to love and share His love and bless others. And you know, with oh, with, that's the, yeah, that's my favorite part is just serving others and and bringing the joy God's given me to them. That's you know, the best. yeah, just, just hearing, hearing you talk, you know, uh, from the beginning of, from the beginning of your testimony, you know, where, you know, it, it pains my soul even to hear you say that, you know, a church shunned, you know, your, your parents, like that is, that's so, oh, you know, it just, it hurts my soul. You know, you know, when something just hurts, like just to hear that, that, that somebody who believed in, 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 you know, our Savior, this this loving and forgiving God, you know, would do something like that um, hurts. But then to hear that, you know, He's bringing you through, and he, He's He's taking care of you, and and He's moving you through because because that pain then comes down to you and and any of your siblings, and and now God has to work on that and build that back up. That that's such an amazing thing. Um, you know, where, where our, our limited knowledge and our boastfulness, you know, because someone else's sin is not our sin, um, you know, and, and we judge that hurt that now, you know, years later, God is, is restoring that and making you um, basically the opposite of that, you know, to, to be a blessing to others, to serve others um, instead of judgment and, and condemnation. Yeah. And, you know, and it just goes back to the whole, it's interesting that the church was almost Pharisaic, like Pharisees and how they judged my parents. But then I became the child that was like the church (laughs) that my parents (laughs) abhorred. So, um, but the good news is that God brought healing to the family and eventually through my salvation and finding a church home that led my parents to take the small steps back into the church. And now they each go to church and they love what they do. That, so. that is so awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing it. I love, I love seeing that progression, especially in stories and seeing, seeing where you go. Yeah. And God's the great healer. So it, it's funny how he used me not only to heal me, but to heal my family. So mm-hmm. I love that. That is, that is so awesome. Well, here at Amazed by God, we like to just kind of end it by getting to know you a little bit better. So is there any Bible verse, story, character uh, that you would say touched your life in any way and why? Okay, well, I'm one of those uh, bibliophiles. Like, I love books. I love quotes. And, you know, the, 
the good book is like full of a lot of amazing ones. So I got three verses I love. So <laughs> okay. let's, we're just going to run, run them down. Isaiah 55, 9, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. And it's just mind blowing. I was talking to a friend of mine in Los Angeles, Max. He's uh, He recently became a Christ follower. And he, as I said, I think he's been touched by the Holy Spirit to eventually either do do something like you do, Mark, because mm-hmm. he really has a love for the word. And we were talking about, it's just amazing that, you know, how time works and how God's way, you know, we can't even fathom the amount of brain power that God has. I mean, our brains just cannot even grasp it. And it's just amazing. Um, so that I love that quote, uh, just because I'm not, uh, God is God and I am not. That's what my church uh, pastor says. And mm-hmm. I love that. So that kind of reminds me of that. Um, Esther is probably my favorite woman of the Bible, and I love Esther 4.14, and this kind of speaks to my season I'm in now. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed, and who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such time as this. I love the such as time as this, mm-hmm. and how God uses regular ordinary people to help him do what he was going to do anyway. You know, that's the thing I love. I already know God's going to do it. But the fact that he allowed me to be a blessing within it is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then Deuteronomy 31, 8. And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. And, you know, coming from an anxious person with de- who had depression, it's just the fact that the Lord is Alpha and Omega beginning and end. He's already walked us through it. He knows our days before they even happen. To me, that is just the ultimate verse. That is that is so great. And I also love that you pulled three verses from the Hebrew scriptures, <laughs> which is which is where my heart lies more than um, uh, the new, not that there's anything wrong with the New Testament, but I, I absolutely love that. And, and, you know, I was having a conversation yesterday about Esther and somebody who was like, I've been a Christian pretty much my whole life. And I don't think I've ever read Esther. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, why not? So we were talking about it and that for such a time as this was was brought up, you know, she, you know, Esther's the only book of the Bible that doesn't mention God's name, uh, but you could see God's hand moving through it. And she basically says, you know, that um, she was put here for a specific time and for, for a specific purpose. And I think that's something that we all need to look at in our own lives, that there is a reason why we're here, uh, that God has something for us. Yeah, and I and and yeah, that is so strange that God is never mentioned in Esther, but yet, as you said, you know, his tapestry is woven throughout it. Yeah, if it wasn't for her, the you know, the Hebrews would have been eradicated. Yeah, or it wouldn't be called Esther. Maybe it would be called Philomena. I don't know what whatever name would yeah, be God given, would use but, somebody know. else. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so oh, that's awesome. I love those three verses. Um, and so, and the end out here, cause music moves, moves our lives in, in different ways and touches our souls in different ways. Is there any song, um, that you would like to share with, with our listeners? Okay. And I'm a huge music person. So have five songs and I know that you're going to, okay. I know you're a music, you're like a Christian music purist. And the fact that you're like the new age is not your cup of tea because they all sound alike, but I also got saved back in like 2000 and five. So like, like a lot of the songs around 2005 were good, 
but uh, a lot of the newer ones speak more to me. Like I love Soul on Fire by Third Day, Running After God's Heart, Come As You Are, The Brokenness. I love Crowder. Uh, God's Not Done With You, Torn Wells. I just like the song. I mean, I think anybody could sing it and I'd still love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Zach Williams. I love Chainbreaker and Old Church Choir. Okay. If you had to pick, should, if you had to pick one should, that was your favorite, which one would it be? Soul on Fire by Third Day. It's my first one I mentioned. It's the first one I listed. It's the first song that came to my mind when you asked me. Gotcha. You you did mention Crowder, who I'm a huge, huge fan of. I uh, uh, have seen him or the David Crowder band, I think now about 10 times. I think two years ago was my 10th time seeing him. Uh, and actually had met him and hung out with him, had pizza with him in his band once. Uh, and wow. any, anything by, by him, especially by the David Crowder band, um, for the first like four four albums were were fantastic uh probably one of my favorite worship leaders um uh there there has been so but anyway uh that's awesome thank you so so much uh for being here Uh, and is there any parting words or anything else that you uh would like to share um just that you know if the holy spirit's uh pushing you to share your testimony give mark uh, (laughs) a, a a ring or a text and and get on because it's awesome to share, you know, what God has done. It's a blessing. And I thank you, Mark, so much for allowing me this blessing to come on and share. Yes. Thank you again for everything that you do. So uh, for Amazed by God, again, this is uh, the evangelist Mark Sitchin, and we will see you in a couple weeks. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening.